Hello everybody, this is Pastor Lisa, also known as Lady Z, coming to you live and thankful, thankful, thankful for each and every one of you who came onto the podcast uh, to just share with me uh, and just be blessed. Uh, we're going to get into the word, the book, uh, the word is coming from Mark chapter 10 verses uh, 46 through 52. And I just want to pray for you, Lord, that you will Right now, bless each and every person on this podcast that will hear it near and far. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. You said, if I'll be lifted up on the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Father God, I thank you right now for lifting up heavy hearts and those who are burdened, those who are struggling. Father God, and I lift up those who, Heavenly Father, have nothing wrong but to praise you and thank you, Lord, for yet another day. Father God, those who are inflicting in the body who need healing, I thank you in the name of Jesus that with your stripes, we are healed. We are healed. So, Father God, thank you for using me this day. But I'm asking you, Heavenly Father God, that you will reach out, Lord God, um, to each and every soul today. We bind the hand of the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy to try to take away their health, to try to take away their joy. We bind you in the name of Jesus to try to stick, uh, 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 keep them in the place. The quarry, Lord, the quarry is a rocky place. The quarry is a hard place. So we thank you, Father God, for lifting them up. Bless them in their marriages, Father God. At the sound of my voice, I thank you, Lord. You said what you join together, Lord, let no man put it asunder. So we love you and we thank you, Lord, you for this for this podcast. Let it reach their hearts. Let it change mine. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're going to be coming from, yes, Lord. So we're going to be coming from the book of Mark, chapter 46. I mean, chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, 46 verse, beginning at the 46th verse. And it says, And when they came to Jericho, and he went out of, out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Barnabas, the son of Timoth, sat by the highway side, begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son, of, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried out there, he cried more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still, man, I love that, and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose up, came to Jesus. Now listen to this. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou I have to do unto thee? He's asking, What do you want from me? Uh, not in a sarcastic way. Jesus is ready to always bless. God is always ready to bless when he sees our faith. He's always ready to come on the scene and do what it is that he needs to do for us. And there's no conditions to his love. There's no condition. When Jesus Christ asked him that, he was asking that because he already knew his condition. So I want to ask you today, are you comfortable being uncomfortable? Because it doesn't really tell us in the story how uh, long this man had been begging 
or uh, if he had any kind of other occupation, I seriously doubt it. Because um, they had, a, had um, back in those days, ostracized the people that were different or that had leprosy or had issues or things that uh, deemed them sinful or unclean. So I, I doubted if he had any kind of other occupation than what he was doing there, just begging, uh, because he was blind. So he couldn't have been a tanner or he couldn't have been a carpenter or some of those things that uh, uh, most of the people then did or pottery or things like that. He was a blind man. Amen. So he asked. So amen. So we see here and we're going to move around a little bit. So we see here that he said uh, he heard that it was Jesus in town and he said, uh, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And immediately the people tried to hush him up. They didn't want him. They didn't want Jesus to go over to him because they were trying to get miracles themselves. And they figured like, well, if you're blind and you're already hauled and you're already begging already, don't bother the master. But that's when the time that Jesus interferes and wants us to bother him the most. Because there's a certain cry. There's a cry that comes from us to him where he answers. Amen. There's a cry. Listen to that again. There's a cry that comes from us to him and he answers. Hallelujah. I know about that because I most recently experienced something um, that I was going through and I cried out to, listen, I cried out to Jesus. I cried out to him and I said, this is enough. And he, the Bible says that he knows how much we can, glory to God. He knows how much that we can bear. He knows how much we can take. And remember this in your life as well as mine. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes, he's a terrorist. He comes to come against your purpose and your destiny for Christ. Amen. But the Lord knows that you're going to make it. And when you're going through, the Bible says a just man falls seven times but gets back up again. So when you're going through, remember that, and this is the, God's honest truth, that God is with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. But there's a time that we, there's a turnaround time because you have a calling on your life and a mandate on your life as well that God is asking you the question, what will you have me to do? He asked the blind man, what will you have me to do? And, you know, um, I believe that, that because he had been shunned so long, I believe, amen, that when he said, uh, ask him the question, what will you have me to do? I believe that he was shocked. I believe he was really shocked by Jesus even uh, giving him any kind of attention. But like I said, Jesus heard the cries of those whose hearts have the right intentions. You know, and so, amen. So Jesus, I like this part right here. This really blesses me the most. It said, and Jesus stood still. Out of all those people who were flog, 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 flogging him, I'm not flogging him, amen. All the people who were thronging him, thronging, pressing in and pressing in on Jesus because they all had a need. Jesus Christ today is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he knows that you and I have needs. And he's just asking us the simple question. Jesus always answered, asked it in simplicity. What do you want me to do? 
What would you want me to do? When Jesus asks you tonight, tomorrow, whenever, what will thou have me to do? Be able to respond in faith because it's impossible to please God without it. And so you ask him, him in faith, knowing that and expecting that he's going to do it. Amen. Right now, I am seeking God. Excuse me. I am seeking God for a miracle. And I believe he's going to do it. The thing about it is the timing of God. Because he says his ways are not my ways. But his ways are higher than mine. So in, listen, in my time of waiting, what am I doing? What am I doing? Am I still being active in the things that God wants me to do? Are you still being active about the things that God told you to do? Are you still praying for other people? Are you interceding for other people? Are you still uh, working toward what God told you to work to, the plans and purpose in your life? Because he doesn't want us, amen, as Christians to just be idle. He doesn't want us to be idle while we're waiting. He does not want us to be idle while we're waiting. And so, and it comes down to the 52nd verse. And Jesus said unto okay, and the, the, uh, the blind man said that I might receive my sight. At this point, watch this. Listen, we know that he was a beggar. He didn't ask Jesus for any money because he wanted to be out of that situation. He wanted to have a full-blown uh, uh, healing manifestation. The begging, none of that mattered. It's just like, listen, when you need to get something from God, certain things just don't matter. And, uh, you know, I think about how the Bible says, what profit a man uh, to gain the whole wide world and lose his soul in hell. And we understand that when Jesus taught a parable that was illustration, uh, a simple illustration, but he was asking, amen. So he was asking, he said, um, what will thou that I should do unto thee? And when, when, listen, in your prayer closet, be, listen, in your prayer closet, be sensitive to the voice of God. Be sensitive. The only way that you can really be sensitive uh, to the word of God is to be desensitized by the things of the world. Be, be very sensitive to the voice of the God and desensitize yourself from the uh, uh, things of the world. Amen. Just totally, just totally just desensitize yourself. Um, that means to uh, fasting sometimes. That means to uh, get in your own, yes, Lord, even to get in your own personal, uh, your prayer closet. Because that's what, listen, uh, uh, I have an altar for God. I heard this man of God talking about the altar, how it sanctifies the whole home. So that time is me and God's time alone, that place. For me to talk to God, make my request known unto God, and then listen to him, to get quiet and see what he's saying. Because we can uh, try to, we used to call it bum rush when I was younger, bum rush God with all these, these petitions, and he loves us. And he said, make our requests made known. Now, is your, this is the question, and we all have to ask ourselves this. Is our faith lining up with our petitions? We see here that this man here in the Bible, where he just got tired of being uncomfortable. You know, he, he, he didn't want to be comfortable being uncomfortable anymore because it was, sta it was stagnant. You know, he was becoming stagnant. 
And oftentimes we can become stagnant too. Just being comfortable, being uh, uh, um, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And I thank God. I thank really thank God for Him being the driving force in my life, because uh, life issues and situations try to throw throw us in a whirlwind, so that we don't keep pursuing God and our destiny. And to be free. We have to get to a point and a place in our lives to where we just say, you know what? I don't want to be this way anymore. Lord, I don't know what you're going to do, what you have to do to do it, but I want to be set free. Make that determination in your heart that I want to be set free. I want to be set from the things that try to oppress uh, oppress my soul or try to come against my finances or come against my children, come against my health. I want to be free. And understanding and knowing, just like this man here, uh, he um, called unto Jesus because he was so confident in the, and had so much faith. He hadn't seen anything. He just heard of the man. But he had so much confidence in the testimonies of others. Amen? That's good. That he said, you know what? I want this man Jesus to heal me. And I love the part again where Jesus stood still. He heard the cry of that man and said, hey, that's somebody who's touching my him. That's somebody who's touching my heart. Amen? I love it. I love that part. That, that sticks and registers with me because I too have called on him and at my moments of weakness where it just, oh, glory, I thank you, where it seems like, man, is God hearing me? He just rises up as a phoenix from the ashes. He rises up with boldness in his wings. He walks, rises up, and he charges the atmosphere. He charges my life. He moves the hand of the enemy. And it's just, you know, it's just a blessing. I can't describe it all to you, but I know he's a blessing to me. And Psalms 46 and 1 says he's a very present help in time of trouble. So listen, his arms are not too short to save you. God has more than enough because uh, this earth belongs to him. He has more than enough. He has more than enough. He has more than enough. So the question to you tonight or today or whatever time zone you're in, are you tired of being comfortable? uncomfortable. Are you tired of it? Are you tired of being comfortable? I got it my own self too. Uh, Uncomfortable. Are you tired of that state of being? Um, Jesus Christ, listen. Um, He said, let this mind be in you which also in Christ Jesus. So the mindset sometimes has to change. And we have to recognize, amen, that the way that we are doing it is not the right way uh, if it doesn't produce any kind of result. Because everybody who is listening to this podcast, it was for a reason. Amen. It was definitely for a reason. And this is your season. Listen, this is a time of where God is all of us in the body of Christ. We've been, the Bible says, we've been moaning and we've been uh, waiting and surrendered hearts and uh, serving God, tithing and all of that. And watch this. This really is your time. This is my time. And we have to stand flat-footed and say, Lord, you know what? I am going to go down the path that you set for my life because I too am called. But I'm going to go down the path 
that you want from my life and have an expectancy that whatever miracle that I need, that you're going to do it. If we see things in our life that are unpleasing to uh, God, let's let him go ahead and bring a total deliverance to us. That's not a word that you hear very much anymore about deliverance, but let him deliver you because what happens then is the door is open for your blessings. Your door, I, I think about today, the door is open to my blessings because of my surrendering to God. Amen. So I, I want to ask you, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and when I think about personal, I think about it's me and him. It's personal. It's a love relationship. If you don't know him and don't have a love relationship with him and desire that, these are dark times, everybody. These are super dark times, but I've been saying this in my spirit all day. The kingdom suffereth violence, but the violent, we take it back by for meaning we snatch it from the devil. We snatch it back. We praise God, and we, t- we make a declaration over, over everything in our lives that we want and tell the devil, I'm not going to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I demand him, you, you tell him to take his hands off your body. You do it in the name of Jesus. Because God has given us dominion to use his name as a believer. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior, just invite him into your heart. Invite him into your heart to rule over your life. Not just rule or just have him there just to say that you're going to heaven. Let him be ruler over your life. Trust in him that uh, um, he that began the good works will complete it in you. Trust in him that when you go to him and petition before the Lord, go in faith, knowing, listen, go in faith, knowing, just like the man here, blind Bartimaeus, he was like going in faith. And listen, the devil will always try to hush you up. He tried to hush him up, try to hush up the woman with the issue of blood. But they was like, hey, I have to get to Jesus because I've tried every other option. And my question to you, have you tried Jesus or are you still searching out for more opportunities and options on your own? This is your time now. This is your time now to have a surrendered heart so that God can heal the broken heart. He can heal you of all your pains. Some people have given, have put on God because uh, of the pain and the injuries and the things that they've been through. But when you go through with Jesus, hallelujah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's so tangible, it's so real, the love that he has for you, the comfort that he has for you, the resting well at night, the joy that you have. Go through what you have to go through. And some people, I don't want to go. I don't want to go through. Go through and let God bring healing there. He will bring all the healing that you need because you're a spiritual person. You're not just uh, uh, have a body. You have a soul and a spirit. So God is able to reach you in that capacity. Amen. So listen, right now, while your heart is open and your mind is pure, your heart, when your mind is pure, your heart, mind is open and your heart is pure. Let's invite the Lord Jesus Christ into our lives, all of us right now. Amen. Uh, and say, Father, I repent of my sins. I ask you, Lord, to come into my life. 
and fill me up with his precious Holy Spirit. Lord, I believe you that you were raised from the dead. Now, Lord, I thank you that my name is written in the books of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. If you received it in your heart, understand this, that when you die, your soul goes on to heaven because people have a tendency to try to live so hard for what they want. They don't think about their souls and where it was spending out in eternity. So we thank God for you. I thank God for you that you surrendered your heart tonight to Jesus. Tell somebody about it. Don't be ashamed about it. Because, you know, uh, he says, I'd be ashamed of you. If you should be ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of you. I do not want God to be ever be ashamed of me. So hell is mad because you've been released. But get into a Bible-believing church, one that loves the Lord, that preaches sound doctrine, and um, you exercise, that exercise and practices uh, laying hands on uh, laying hands on the sick, casting out devils, um, and all of that, because that's what makes a powerful church when they can walk in the power of God. Amen. And with that being said, amen, I want to give you an opportunity to partner with me. Um, I have a book that's out, and I'm trying to find it, and it's called The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance by Lisa McIntosh. And it's a very healthy read. It talks about mind. It talks about the strongholds of the mind, how to safeguard the mind. It talks about the love relationship with you and Jesus Christ, the one he wants to have with you and the one that you went, want to have with him. It's talking about having a changed mind. The, the, the man in the, at the, um, the blind bar in Emmaus had been in his condition, but listen, he had a changed mindset because when you see yourself going in these same vicious cycles, repetitious, 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 then there comes a time for change. He probably, he probably was thinking to himself, if I could just see, I could probably go get a job or I could uh, 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 engage and do this. I could, I, he, I, it, it, he knew that if he opened his eyes, that it would give him a whole uh, uh, um, opportunity, uh, a vast opportunities to succeed, to succeed in God, to succeed knowing, to see, succeed seeing. You know, so that's where we're at. And if you gave your life to Christ, I command, uh, I thank you for the blessings coming into your life. And understand that Jesus now will never leave you nor forsake you. Get your Bible because you have to read and study and grow. And as you grow, you understand that those thoughts that come from your mind are not from God. So once again, my, the name of my book is um, The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance by Lisa McIntosh. And it's on Amazon. And it's exclusively on Amazon. Amen? It's exclusively, exclusively on Amazon. And if you'd like to partner with me, um, uh, give me a, drop me an email or send me a text at 254-371-2133. Or you can drop me an email at lady, L-A-D-Y, Zion, Z-I-O-N, 61 at gmail.com. Remember, you can text me um, 
if you want to be a partner or be a blessing to the ministry in any kind of way that I can further the gospel. Uh, there's another book that I'll be bringing out. So I, you know, um, solicit your prayers always. And also it would uh, be a blessing for the um, financial support as well. Remember that's 254-371-2133. Or you can reach me Gmail at Lady, L-A-D-Y, Zion, Z-I-O-N, 61 at gmail.com. Until we meet again, I love you. And remember, don't get comfortable being uncomfortable. Come up out of that heap ash. Allow God to just clean you up, strengthen you, and rekindle the fire back in you. I love you. Until we meet again, Lord, thank you for blessing them and covering them in the blood of Jesus. Wherever they are at and wherever they're going today, cover them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And bless God. Praise God. Remember, you're a victor and not a victim. And you're victorious. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God.